This episode of the Multi-Orgasmic Mama is brought to you by the Sensually Embodied Women Collective. Are you ready to remove all your blocks to pleasure, turn on intimacy and connection, and feel confident and sexy in your body? Then join us in our sparkly and supportive group of other like-minded mamas and women all around the world, breaking the taboos around sex and motherhood and sex and the sacred, stepping into their authentic sensual and sexual expression and having the most mind-blowing sex of their lives. Join us at tillystorm.com forward slash sensually dash embodied dash woman. Hi, I'm Tilly Storm, a holistic sex and jaded coach and tantric sex teacher, all around pleasure and prosperity advocate. If you're ready to take your sex life to the next level with my programs and offerings, meet me over at tillystorm.com. Welcome back to the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast. It is Tilly Storm here, and today we have Miss Karina Allen Carr. Karina is an actress, a mompreneur, a single mom of a six or seven-year-old, I believe, and today she's going to be sharing with us her journey into going from completely overwhelmed single mama wearing sweatpants all the time to her son noticing her vibrancy, her youth, her radiance, when she started dressing, how she really feels inside and tuning into her feminine power and magic through the Essentially Embodied Woman program. I loved working with Karina because she had so many foundations already in place and so much confidence from her acting career, but how it was translating into her relationships, how she was attracting partners that weren't really ideal for her and how she came to feel really confident and worthy as a worthy partner, even as a single mom. And as a single mom myself, I have been through that journey of having two kids and being single and think, oh my gosh, who in the world is ever going to want me? And, you know, as a mom of two and having been divorced twice and the amount of worthiness that had to have been reclaimed in order to attract my partner. And you'll hear Karina's story about how much more confident she feels and being able to create the life that she wants for herself. It's truly inspiring. So if you want some of what Karina is having, you have until October 30th. That is a Friday. By the time this episode comes out, you will only have two more days to get in your application call and apply for this round of the Essentially Embodied Woman program at www.tillystorm.com forward slash essentially dash embodied dash woman. So without further ado, here is Miss Karina. Hey, Karina, how are you? Hi, Tilly. I'm good. Happy to be here. Yes, I'm so happy to have you on and share with us your amazing experience, this amazing journey you have been on with your sexual liberation and empowerment. And <laughs> yes, I'm so curious to hear a little bit about what you, led you onto this journey and what's happened for you since you've been on it. So, uh, I have a son, he just turned six in August and I found that after motherhood, like I really just kind of shelved my sexuality and I always would say like, Oh, I'm, I'm not going to let that happen. I don't know why people let that happen. <laughs> you know, mom's just like, 
get out of touch with themselves and stop taking care of themselves. And I was like, oh, this is why it happens. <laughs> this is why it's so hard. And I just, you know, faced a lot of challenges. I mean, I'm a single mom. And so I found it really hard to um, reconcile, you know, being there for my son um, who is on the autism spectrum and, you know, just demands a lot of energy and attention. And also um, trying to be available to, to myself, first of all. And then in second place, like to actually have a relationship or date or anything. <laughs> There's just so many more considerations, you know, to making room for um, uh, a sex life and sexuality and sexual expression. So I really wanted to kind of now that he's a little older and I, I noticed like I don't this is not cool with me. I want more and I need to dedicate some uh, time, energy, um, attention to this. Yay. I'm so happy that you said yes to doing that because oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine your life have not having not done this? <laughs> Oh my God. I, I've always been a very sexual person. I've always been very pleasure driven. Uh, when I was in college, I was very involved with like a sex positive movement and like feminist movement and queer movement. And so it didn't make sense for me to not be in touch with that part of myself and to like, you know, just be neglecting it so much. And so this, this program was kind of um, like the decision of like, okay, I'm really committing and I'm like, this is going to be center focus. Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna shelve this. It's not going to be secondary. I'm putting it like priority. Yeah. Yes. I'm so happy that you did. <laughs> so other than just the struggles of motherhood and time and energy drain and all of that. Like what else were you struggling with that really led you to be like, yes, this is for me. I'm totally doing this. I know this is what I need. Well, I was in a relationship for two years and, um, it's, it's, it, you know, it, it's not that we didn't have a good, uh, healthy sex drive, sex life, whatever, but I, uh, felt like there was like uh, a want for more, a desire for more. I knew I could experience more pleasure. I was like, here I am. I'm really comfortable with this guy. I feel really safe and trusting. I'm in love, you know, but I'm still not quite asking for everything that I want. I don't feel comfortable. Like I have all these uh, hangups or... Um, you know, just insecurities or like, I was like, I should be able to get over this. Like I should be able to express more. I should be able to ask for more. Like, why am I not doing that? Like, why is it so hard? And so for me, um, I knew there was, I was capable of more and I knew that I, I, uh, yes, there, there was so much more pleasure, more pleasure to, to be, be had. had. <laughs> I know that was one of your things was that, you know, conditioning <laughs> around pleasure not being necessary or essential. 
and that being like a really big thing that you had to work through knowing that actually in order to thrive, you have to be able to experience pleasure and get into pleasure. Absolutely. I, and the thing is like, I always felt like I was very like pleasure driven and, and, and a bit of a party girl, like, you know, um, and I felt like, eventually I'm going to just naturally experience these like higher orgasmic states, or I'm going to learn to have a cervical orgasm or, you know, like more uh, G-spot experiences, like female ejaculation. Like I had had some of those experiences, but not necessarily all the time on a consistent basis. And so I was like, wait, but it's not happening, happening naturally. Like, you know, like, it's not just, uh, you know, like I'm 38 and I was like, okay, <laughs> like, it's not just going to like all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> bing, like you have to actually seek that you actually have to do something, mm. <laughs> right. Invest some time into that. So, mm. yeah, beautiful. Okay, well, tell us about some of the shifts and the transformations that you experienced. Um, you know, when you started the program, you were in a relationship for a little while and you ended up breaking up and like you had that big moment of a really of clarity around relationship and dating and like how, you know, being a successful woman means that, oh, I might you know, push away potential partners, like tell us all about those big breakthroughs and wins. I'd love to hear them. So, um, I think, uh, breaking up with my boyfriend at the time for me was a lot about, uh, being in my truth, like being in really, uh, getting in touch with like, I'm, I'm, we're not on the same wavelength. I'm trying to explore this over here. And I'm not feeling the freedom that I need to feel and the, the, the sovereignty, right? Like the autonomy for me to like really delve into what I want, like on a, a for myself, my body, my life, my work, like everything on all these different levels. Right. Uh, and so for me, it was really, um, uh, it was like there was sad sadness and grief and loss, but there was a really like, okay, I'm stepping into my power. I'm owning what is true for me and not just kind of like trying to suppress that in exchange for love and security. And, and, you know, like I want to have both, right. I want to have it all. I want to have <laughs> love and commitment and partnership, but I also want to feel like I can be fully expressed. Like I can really, you know, um, experience the pleasure, the bliss, the joy that I want to experience, the freedom that I want to experience. So that was a huge thing. And then I realized too, that not only did I have this false belief about, oh, I have to give up some of those things to be loved, right? For a man to commit to me. But I also had a belief that if I was successful and independent and sovereign and wanted to exert all this freedom that, that, you know, I would lose a man, I would be abandoned. I would be rejected if I was in my full power and they felt that I didn't like need them, <laughs> you know, that 
they weren't so important or, or necessary or, you know, that I really depend on them for, you know, my life, my, my livelihood or my pleasure, my happiness that they would leave. They wouldn't love me. Right. So I've realized that that was really holding me back from really launching my business, from becoming financially independent, from stepping out and really expressing myself fully and doing the things that I love, being very publicly visible, you know, as an actress, as someone who wants to do work around sexuality, um, like who's interested in things like performing burlesque and stuff like that. Like it can be really edgy. It can feel like, oh my God, am I going to be intimidating? Are they... (laughs) You know, is someone going to want to date me if I'm like a mom and I do burlesque and I'm like, I'm a sex coach. Like it sounded so, um, out there, like, oh, like it was very, uh, I just had a lot of fear and insecurity around that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I just remember our very first call and your life was so different. Like of anybody whose life has changed like physically the most in this program is probably you <laughs> like just externally, you know, like of course everyone experiences these huge internal shifts, but so much has changed like your career path, you know, the amount of pleasure you can feel in your body, uh, the knowledge you have around your relationship. You even ended up moving and ended up upgrading your life in that way too. And it was just like, so much has changed and shifted. I just look back and I'm like, Oh my God, what happened? <laughs> what happened in Karina's life is so much, wants, but it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the things that I didn't foresee was like how it would help me with parenting. Um, because, because I was taking care of myself, right. And checking in with myself, figuring out what's blocking me from pleasure, figuring out what can give me pleasure, like how to, how to sustain my energy and, 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 uh, just like my outlook on life. Like I got more confident. I'm feeling like sexier. I'm taking better care of myself. I dress better. You know, I don't really do makeup, but you know, like just giving more attention to having maybe having some jewelry. Like I was all about like the mom sweats, <laughs> you know, just like I'm, I'm like in sweats all day, sweats and, and, and a t-shirt and, and sneakers. And now I'm like going back a little more to my femininity. And like, my son is always like, mommy, you're so beautiful. Like he notices when I'm wearing color and I have a little bit like I have a skirt on or something and <laughs> like shiny things. And I like that makes me feel good. And and so I just find myself being more grounded, more patient, uh, more able to be present with him and like play, like really play with him and lose myself in the moment. And he enjoys that so much. Like he he soaks it up and then. And then he's ready to do something that I really need him to do, you know, that I'm asking him that before (laughs) there would have been more power struggle, more like, you know, (laughs) angst and meltdowns. It's like, oh, I'm, I just, I'm just finding more of a flow, uh, you know, uh, and like so much of my life is mothering, right. Is 
trying to be present for him and, and running the household and, you know, those things. And to have some of that sense of burden and responsibility alleviated, like to have these practices that give me an escape valve, right. And a way, a way to track where I'm at exactly in my body, like, and what my body needs right now. How do I take care of this? How do I like, even just like prevent the burnout, right? Like I'm, I'm constantly managing my state now, like my mind, body, state, energy state. So it's like, oh, I don't need to get swallowed into the stress. I don't need to get drowning in the overwhelm, you know, of motherhood. <laughs> I can actually be, pop out of it. I can pop out of it. I can shift it. I can uh, rest if I need to rest. And just like the aware, the level of awareness now is like tremendous. And yeah, like, like I'm just listening to myself talk and I'm like, oh my God, like there's just so much more flow. I feel so much lighter, you know, it's like, I'm always in a good mood. (laughs) Oh, I, one of my favorite moments too was having, I think it was our last one-on-one session and you're like, Deli, I had this experience last night in the bathtub. And this girl basically like brought herself through this amazing healing experience that she didn't need another person for. It was just like she had been empowered with so many tools and practices and processes to like go into her own shit that she had just had this huge breakthrough all on her own in the freaking bathtub of that. <laughs> So tell us a little bit about that. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so what happened was like, I had been doing like this queen codes meditation, right? Like part of of the practice was to always do a meditation or, or affirmations. Right. Um, so I was like really trying to keep that up. So I'm always going to do something. So this one was around like divine feminine queen codes, how to be sovereign, whatever. So then I go and I'm like, Oh, I want to do this practice. I'm feeling so juicy. I'm feeling like really I'm aroused, you know? And, and one of the things that Tilly taught us was to use a glass dildo. Right. So I'm like, yes, I'm going to go for the, the, my glass. I love my glass now, you know, this is amazing. And then it was like, Oh, it doesn't, it doesn't want to go. No, she's saying no to me. Like, like my pussy was just like, Mm-mm. and I'm like, what do you mean? Mm-mm. I'm ready. I'm wet. I want to do this. Like, I want to feel this. And it was like, oh, you know, this thing just popped in. And it was like, um, I dropped into this moment in my childhood where my father was leaving and he hadn't been working. My mom was the one working and he was depressed and he was just like, I'm out. I don't want to you know, be here anymore. And um, we lived in the United States and he's like, I'm going back to Brazil. I'm done with this. Right. And so um, there was a sense like this same belief that I just mentioned earlier that oh, this is what happens when you're the one that's the breadwinner or you're the successful one or you're the, you know, the one holding down the fort, 
the man leaves, right? You're not, even if he says he loves you, he's going to leave. <laughs> and it was so real. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And it's so interesting because when you're doing like a meditation, like sometimes you get these insights, right? You get these same kinds of insights around a theme, right? The theme was sovereignty. Like, how do I be this queen, right? How do I up level to the queen energy? And then, but to have it come up in a sexual practice in my body, it just hit me like on this deeper level. It was so visceral. It was like now, like, you know, this is, this has been stored here in your body and you believe this and this is what's holding you back. This is what's blocking you. I was like, oh my God, I just started crying. And it's absolutely what you said, Tilly. Like usually I would only get to that level of clarity if I was working with a healer, a therapist, a coach in a session, you know, one-on-one where they're like really holding space for me and, and going deep. But like, I felt working with you, it was like, you were always sort of propping us up to like, you were, you were holding our hand and giving us a lot of leadership and guidance and instruction, but you were just like, go do it. Like, (laughs) this is you, this is your process. This, you got to (laughs) go develop this. You got to go keep this up. And like, I finally was like, wow, I did that on my own. This is amazing. (laughs) And we had a beautiful session the next day. And I was like, so happy and like proud of myself to report that because like, it was the biggest, by far the biggest sort of um, breakthrough I had had, you know, throughout the course with uh, just engaging in these practices. And I could see how like, it paid off to build on each practice that you gave us every week. That even when, you know, some practices had no results or, you know, nothing that I could perceive or, or maybe, you know, I just didn't connect with this practice or that. It was just like doing all these different things and trying them and like just keeping it up. It was like, wow, now it's like happening, you know, so. (laughs) Yeah. Not everyone will connect (laughs) with or like all of the things, you know, there's definitely parts and pieces of it where you're like, oh, this isn't doing anything for me. But then you have a moment like you had and it was like, oh, right. Well, that was worth all of it because you never know what is going to work for one person and what isn't. So it's like it's giving y'all all everything you've got to use when you need to use it. And then you always need to come back to it. And I just love how this moment of clarity came from honoring your no as well. That you're like, no, my pussy is no. (laughs) Even when you didn't want it to be like, Mm. no, but I'm ready. And your pussy's like, "Mm -mm." you know, and just having honored that is like, boom. Yeah. She was no, because she had a message for you, you know, like all of this, uh, this such a core piece of why you've attracted the partners you've attracted and why you also have been, you know, not really clear about your career path and not really taken like a full stance of like, no, I'm freaking doing this. And I just love that, you know, you're able to like have that clarity and make that commitment to yourself now so that you can really be all that you want to be in this world and then attract 
your partner, your person from that place of being like unapologetic in your expression and who you are. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. And I love what you're saying about um, the no, because, you know, as you remember, that was one of my big things in the beginning. Like I, I don't uh, have good boundaries and I just kind of like go with the flow and let all this stuff in. Right. And now like this exploration, there was so much about learning to listen to your body. Right. And really know, okay, just because she said yes yesterday, doesn't mean she's going to say yes again. Right. Like, just because like, it's not a mental thing. It's not a linear thing. That's like, Oh, you know, I, I did that jade egg practice already. Like I can do it again. It's like, she might not want to do it today. (laughs) And I feel like that is so true of women, especially like, you know, we are these like cyclical beings like flowing in the moment. Like we're so affected by the energies around us, by our own thing that's happening. And it's like, we have to, we have to be constantly checking in and and figuring out, you know, what's going on and what's needed. (laughs) Oh, that is so true. Oh yeah. So, so true. Yeah. As cyclical beings, there's even more of a need to be constantly checking in because you never know where, where you're going to be at, what, you know, the sensations we live so numb to our sensations in our body they change all throughout the day. <laughs> you know, there's, you can go through all seasons in one day. You can go through all seasons in one month, all seasons in a week. And it, it is about constantly checking in and honoring where you're at. So I love that you were able to gain that wisdom from this experience too. <laughs> it's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the pleasure. Woohoo! We haven't talked much about the pleasure. So tell us a little bit about what sex orgasm pleasure was like for you before. And like, what are you able to experience now that you couldn't before? Well, so I actually, you know, thought of myself as like, oh yeah, I'm pretty um, sexual and I've had all these experiences, you know, or, or I don't even know. Like, I just, I know my body. I'm in touch with my body. I self-pleasure a lot. I self-pleasure daily. But the reality is, especially after motherhood, it was like self-pleasure almost for like stress management. (laughs) It's like, oh, or or like, oh, I'm really tired, but I can't seem to fall asleep. You know, maybe if I, if I get off, I'll just relax my body and I'll be able to fall asleep. But so it would be like these like quickies. Right. And like not definitely not a, um, a priority, definitely not, uh, something very intentional. Right. Usually not where I'm like creating a lot of space or, or connecting it to a particular, I don't know, even like a desire. Right. Uh, just, uh, or a fantasy or anything like that. So, what I found so empowering in, in these practices and, you know, in the course was that uh, now it's like intentional and like physically I'm discovering all these different parts of my yoni, you know, like the, the, and the connections and like, like I didn't even know there was an A spot you know, and I, I still don't have a lot of sensation there, but now I'm like 
tapping into that, right? Yeah, just like another thing is like I'm like my pleasure was always very clitoral, primarily clitoral. Now I started getting in t- more in touch with my cervix, for example, which I would sometimes feel some sensation, but like I think early on it was more like pain, and then it was like oh something's oh that does feel good, but it wasn't like a good good right. And I still haven't had a, a cervical orgasm. I feel like that's kind of like on my list. I think I put that down as a marker of like my, uh, I will consider my sex life really um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. like fulfilled or whatever, it, you know, if I hit this <laughs> because it feels so distant to me, right? Like I'm like, oh, so, you know, even though I'm not there yet, I'm, I just feel like so much more aware, you know, of the places that were numb, or that I felt detached from, or just not even knowing the potential. And then uh, what I found with even like, clitoral stimulation, is I got even more sensitive. I got even more sensitive, like I was trying to explore the other parts that I wasn't as familiar with. But I was like, Oh, my goodness, like the the outside like the vulva and like like the labial areas and I was like oh my goodness this is like already (laughs) super sensitive so that was really interesting to just see that in in every way there's just so much more dimensions Mm. of our pussies and our pleasure and that we're not tapping into at all (laughs) Mm. yes Oh, I love it. Yeah. Cervical orgasmic experiences can take a while to sort of develop sensitivity to like, you know, months, I would say not for everybody, but just depending on the conditioning and the trauma that you're holding on to in there. And you also haven't had many chances to be with a partner either. And I find that sometimes the, the cervical orgasms are more easier with a male partner, uh, in my opinion, you know, adult is actually harder. So I'm curious whenever you're in a relationship again, how that is going to change or whenever you have a lover, how that's going to change. <laughs> you better message me. <laughs> I'm so curious. Awesome. <laughs> I can't wait. Cool. Well, um, what do you feel is possible for you now that you have been through this, that you have been on this journey in all areas of your life, not just pleasure? Well, I definitely feel that um, so much more pleasure is possible. Like there's like unlimited possibilities of pleasure, like levels of pleasure. Like if you just keep opening up to it and allowing it, right? And it's almost like the same thing that I feel like you can kind of transfer that into other areas of life. I'm like, oh, there's like, I just feel so much more um limitless, like literally, like, I feel like, um, my energy is limitless, I can go back and like, resource my energy when I need to. Um, my like patience with my son, my ability to, to, um, like figure out what he needs has improved and like, re get resources, support from outside, you know, um, Uh, For my business, I've found I've always really struggled with consistency, with focus, with clarity. And like I found that really 
honing in on my desires and, and uh, acknowledging them and expressing them helped me get, gain so much more clarity in what I want to create for a business, right? And, and to do it in the way that feels really juicy and exciting and supportive and pleasurable and um, not coming at it from this like, oh, this is how I have to do this because this is how people do business and this is how you're successful. You know, it's like coming from the in, inside out you know? And then the other thing is in relationships. Like when I'm thinking now about a partner, it's not, Oh, who, who would be interested in dating the single mom, you know, um, with a young kid and, Oh, I'm getting older. Like before this, it was like very much like, Oh, I have to kind of settle almost for, um, whatever shows up because, you know, I was so insecure about my like dating in my new state, right. A stage of life. And now I'm like, no, I get to ask for exactly what I want. And I get, I get to filter out (laughs) and turn away all, all the ones that, you know, are not, are not bringing it the way I want it, you know? So uh, yeah, I just feel much more confident and I don't feel like uh, I have to just accept um, yes. things the, the way they show up. Like I get to ask them oh, more. They're delicious. Mm. Oh! <laughs> Shoes. Oh, yeah. Empowerment is all about choice. That's right. <laughs> no settling. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, I normally ask who in your words do you think should do a program like this? But I would like to know who should not do a program like this. Oh, okay. Who should not? Um, if you do not want to experience some serious transformations, if you want things to stay the same and you don't want to ruffle feathers, you don't want to rock the boat, you're afraid your partner will like, I don't know, uh, shut you down or, or not be open to these up levels and, and, and your empowerment and your standing in, in your truth and what's real for you, you know, and, and, uh, yeah, if you're not ready to stop fawning and people pleasing, <laughs> you should not do this. <laughs> Yeah, like you really do need to be ready to make yourself a priority. Yeah, you have to be committed to yourself and devoted to yourself. Oh, yes, first. That. It's the mm-hmm. highest, I mm-hmm. think, the highest devotion. So. Awesome. Well, any final words you have for us? <sighs> um, right. I'm just really thankful, Tilly. I feel like you're a soul sister. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, I've just had so much fun and um, I think it's amazing to be able to marry those two things like going deep and looking at the hard stuff, the really challenging like heartbreak or grief, loss, anger, right? Like the fucking anger Um, and also like 
being like, yeah, but we can play and we can have fun and we can experience bliss. And and this is how you get to that. Once you get over all these blocks and, and bumps and it's not like it all goes away. It's just like you're learning to process it, right? You're learning to like, you, you can experience both, right? And it's just so much more rich. Like life becomes so much richer when you can go through all the hues, you know, and, and hit all those notes. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm just really uh, excited now. I'm just excited to keep living in this way uh, where I uh, want things and I don't deny them, right? And I, and I am not afraid to go express it. And to go after it. So really create the life that I want. Yay. (laughs) Yes. Well, I can't wait. (laughs) Continue the journey and the pleasure and prosperity mastermind because it's joining us for that as well. Oh, beautiful. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining and for sharing your experience, your amazing Amazing. journey and everything and sharing a part of yourself with all of the listeners. I'm sure they appreciate you sharing as well. Thank you. Thank you for listening and hearing my story. (laughs) All right, my love. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.